Thanks for joining us for today's message. We encourage you to email us and let us know what God is currently doing in your life. Or if you'd like to support the ministry financially, you can do so here on our website. Right now, you're about to listen to a message from our current series. Thanks for tuning in today. And you know, the Lord was ministering to me about doing a series on uh, the subject of healing. And first of all, I want to welcome everybody online and thank you for joining us. And, um, you know, there's different kinds of healings, uh, but I'm specifically going to be addressing physical healing. And, uh, you know, we wouldn't know the will of God except that it was written down. Would you agree with me? And um, every one of us, because we're in this world, we're susceptible to all sorts of goofy things that are around us. And, of course, the greatest um, threat you know, was the COVID uh, uh, thing, and it was real. People died from it. It was real. But uh, how many believe that God's Word is greater than any disease disease or virus? But it's something that you've got to get settled in your heart, because we're not to be a people of fear. We're to be a people of faith. Not that you can't take all the measurements that you believe you should take, and, you know, that you you feel that you need to do. Uh, I need to walk out my own salvation, so I'm not going to judge you when you're walking out yours. But the more you get into the Word of God, the more you'll, you'll um, get grounded in, in faith so that when things come, you know what to do. That you don't run in fear, but you stand in faith. The Bible says, stand when having done all, stand. Praise God. And so we grow. We grow in the wisdom of God, in the Word of God, the truth of God. And then we have something to stand on. Praise God. <clears throat> Jesus says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. And... Um, and so we're going to be teaching on that tonight. And Angie, thank you for those songs because they fit so well into what I'm teaching on because the first song was about I believe. Say, I believe. I believe. <clears throat> uh, Paul says, I believe, therefore we speak. Or he said, we believe, therefore we speak. Right. Amen. We'll talk about, about that tonight. But uh, would you, um, people came tonight <clears throat> and people are online believing God for a miracle. How yeah. many believe that God is a miracle working God today as he's always been? <clears throat> I think what, what has, not that this is, you know, thank God for insurance and stuff, but sometimes if we're not careful, we get lazy in our faith because we have insurance that covers everything. But I'm telling you, when the doctor says there's no more hope or there's nothing we can do, we can't cut it out, right? We don't have the medicine to fix it. Then what do you do? Well, thank God Jesus is our great physician and, and, we, can, and we can look to him and uh, amen. And so we are going to, I can only teach a little bit tonight because I want to pray for people. But if you came tonight and you need a miracle, I want you tonight to simply, I don't want you to get stressed out. I don't want you to try to beg God for something. We're not beggars, we're sons. I just want you to receive it by faith. Amen. And you'll hear the word tonight to which will create faith on the inside of you so that you can receive your miracle. And I'm telling you, I'm glad the name of Jesus is above COVID and the name of Jesus is above cancer. Can I have an amen? That name, Jesus, is above every name. So I want you to in just really tonight, let's set a corporate anointing here tonight. Let's set a corporate faith tonight for the miraculous, for the supernatural, because our God is a supernatural God. Can I have an amen? And listen, and he will set you free if you'll simply trust him for it. Praise God. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Again, welcome everyone online. and so glad that you joined us. And um, uh, praise the Lord. God's got a miracle for you. 
And God's got a miracle for you that are here tonight. I want to say, encourage everyone that's online. You know, we, get, we don't get a lot of people online, most of uh, people that from our church, which is, which is fine. But try to get to church if you can. Because um, it's kind of, kind of like listening to a CD. You get inspired, but the anointing ain't the same. Uh, or isn't the same. Uh, being in, being in, in church is where there's a corporate anointing, praise God, it'll be more than enough to set you free. Uh, open your Bibles, if you would, to, I don't know where to go. Um, Psalm, how about Psalms 103? Psalms 103. Now, I'm going to lay a foundation tonight on healing, and then we're going to pray. It's already after seven, so I'll hurry on, and because I want to take time to pray tonight for the sick. Raise your hand if you'll mix your faith with me tonight that the sick will be healed tonight. Amen. Amen. That they'll be healed tonight. And thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that because I'm believing for that. Now, now in Psalm, I'm going to read Psalms 103 in a moment. But Hebrews 11.1, 1, just let me quote these two scriptures because they're the foundation of our faith. The Bible says in Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And if you've ever been sick, you're always hoping for better. Amen. amen. I said Amen. And not, not too many weeks ago, I was sick for three days. And, and I'm telling you, the only thing I learned from sickness is I want to get better. And so, uh, praise the Lord, that um, the Word of God works. And so, faith comes by hearing. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. I wish I had time to read the Amplified. And then, I want you to write this down, if you haven't written down in your Bible. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Amen. And it really does. Faith begins where the will of God is known. If you don't know the word of God regarding a situation you're facing, then you cannot believe God for it because you don't know. Amen. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And, and um, uh, be, uh, G- because Jesus was God incarnate in flesh, he came into our world to reveal the heart and will of the Father. I want you to remember that. I know we can read all different sorts of scriptures and, and you know, quote all different kinds of scriptures from the Old Testament and the New Testament, but if you want to know the heart and will of God, you study the life and ministry of Jesus, which is found in the four Gospels. Again, if you agree, say amen. amen. That's where you find the heart and will of God. Amen. The four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, reveal the heart of God, listen, and the will of God through the ministry of Jesus. Jesus only did what the Father told him to do. Amen. And he did it by the uh, power of the Holy Spirit. Then verse 6 of Hebrews 11 says, but without faith, now let, how many want to please God tonight? Amen. And, and the thing about pleasing God is this. How many believe that God is pleased when we walk in divine health? When we walk in the strength of the Spirit, in the wisdom of God? God is pleased with that. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Uh, uh, he's not pleased when you're suffering and suffering and suffering. He's not pleased with that. Now, he's not condemning you. He's not uh, after you. He's, you know, God is not that way. It, like any, ch- uh, when I, my children, you know, once in a while I get hurt when they were little. And, and if you could just kiss their wounds away, you would. Or if you could take those wounds and put them on yourself and transfer your healing to them, you would. If you agree, say amen to that. You would do that because you love your children. Well, God even loves us more. Amen. So he's not, he's not happy. He, it doesn't satisfy him when you're suffering. He wants you well. Praise the Lord. And to, and to get well, you need to gain insight into the word of God. It's the only way. Uh, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, again, what, that is what? Well, in this case, that he is your healer. 
<laughs> say this out loud. God is my healer. You know, he's called the great physician. Amen. And, and tonight, of course, we're teaching on Jehovah Jireh and that um, uh, Jehovah Rapha, excuse me, the Lord, our healer. And that word Jehovah Rapha, uh, it, it's in the Hebrew. It's in Exodus, the 15th chapter, verse 26, which we're not going to go to right now. But that's the subject we're on tonight. And of course, we'll just barely get started and have to quit. Amen. So you must believe that he is your healer if you want healing. You must believe it, that he's your healer. Amen. And just like, how many believe that Jesus is your Savior tonight? Amen. He's your Savior. And, uh, but on the subject of healing, because we're teaching on it, faith will arise, praise God, or faith will be present for you to get your healing. Now shout hallelujah. Amen. That really is true. Amen. Romans 10, verse 8 through 10 says that uh, we find that Vicky taught on this few years ago. It was really good. Um, um, that faith is found in two places. It's found in your heart and in your mouth. The Bible says that if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. That word saved again. That word saved, is, it, is, it means it's an all-inclusive word. It not only means saved on the inside, it means saved on the outside. Amen. Amen. That's what it means. And so God wants that for you. And, uh, uh, and, and so you have to press in uh, to him uh, to discover that. Amen. So active faith is always in two places, uh, in your heart and in your mouth. See, that's why I always try to encourage people. When, when the doctor diagnoses you with something, you don't have to deny that, but don't claim it. You know, you know my arthritis is really killing me, you know. Uh, right? I mean, we take something and we take it as our own. Uh, don't, don't embrace it as yours. Don't sign for that package. I don't care what they say. You just declare what God says about you. Praise God. Amen. I mean, that's what you say. And I know it's not, uh, we, that's why I say, you know, when, when people come up to say, you know, I'm not feeling well, well, you can be very empathetic towards them because you're feeling well. The Bible says to, we're to rejoice with those who rejoice, but we're to weep with those who weep. So when someone's hurting, be compassionate and pray for them, praise God, and stand in faith with them that, that the manifestation will come in Jesus' name. Amen. Because it's easier when we're not sick for somebody who's not sick to pray for us. Would you agree with that? It really is true. Amen. Now, the promise of salvation for the inward man and the promise of salvation for the outward man both come by way of the confession of your faith. When you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, did you get saved or, did, or not? I said, did you get saved? Yeah. Amen, you did. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you didn't have really any knowledge of the word of God. You just cried out to God in, your, in the spiritual crisis you were in, and he responded according to his loving kindness and tender mercies. Now, just imagine this. You know, all the people in, that Jesus healed, none of them are saved. <laughs> but he wanted them to know. That's what he came for. It isn't just about the temporal life. It's about eternal life. However, while you're here, praise God, he wants you to... Uh, carry his presence into a world that is dying, praise God, and it's better to do it uh, 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 if you're well than if you're sick. Right. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Now, Psalms 103. Wow. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul. Amen. Again, your soul is your mind, your will, and emotions. So David is saying, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless him with your spirit and bless him with your soul. That's what he's saying. 
and uh, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Watch this. And forget not. That means you could. And sometimes we do. Forget not all his benefits. Well, what are they? Who forgives all thine iniquities and who healeth all thy diseases. Can you shout hallelujah? Amen. Isn't that beautiful? And the, the Bible says, um, who redeems thy life from destruction, who crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. That's such, such, such a beautiful portion of scripture. And he goes on and talks about that your youth may be renewed as the eagles. But, <clears throat> but my point in bringing that up is that uh, he's, he, did, he did both on Calvary. He did both. He dealt with the iniquity and he dealt with the internal problem with man, and he dealt with the external problem with man. Amen. There was no sickness at all until after Adam transgressed. And of course, then the curse came in. But the good news, Galatians 3.13 says Christ redeemed us, or he bought us back or purchased us back from the curse of the law. Of course, again, I'm not taking the word out of context, and I, want, I refuse to do that. The curse of the law was simply the law established righteousness, but didn't give you the power to walk in it. That's why God put his spirit on the inside of you and made you alive as he is so that you could walk in his image and in his likeness. Shout hallelujah again. Amen. And um, so he says, who forgives all thy iniquities and healeth all thy diseases. Then in Proverbs, King Solomon, which was David's son, he's investing some spiritual wisdom into his boy. And he says this, my son, attend to my words, consent and submit to, consent or acknowledge it, and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart. And of course, not just, it wasn't just Solomon's sayings. It was the sayings that Solomon got from God. Amen. Okay, that, that's what, what this, is, this is what he's saying here. Let them not depart from your sight, but keep them in the center of your heart. Why? Because of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And then he says, for they, that's God's words, are life that word is Zoe life, the fullness of God kind of life, to those who find them, to those who find them. I want you to catch that. For those who find them. It isn't, I mean, it isn't just for those, just for those, but for those who find them. It's you seek. The, Jesus said, seek and it shall be. No, ask and it shall be given to thee. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So there's something that we have to do. Amen. Life to those who find them. And watch this. Healing and health to all their flesh, which Jesus confirmed throughout the three and a half years of his ministry. You know, he was only in, he was only in ministry for three and a half years. And yet the Bible says all the books could not contain the miracles that he did while he was here for three and a half years. Pretty powerful, huh? I said pretty powerful, huh? Amen. Now, in Matthew's gospel, the ninth chapter, Jesus, he's, um, I wanted to start here, and there's so many places to start, but I want to start here, okay? And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people, amen? Now you know why the multitudes were following him. Because the multitudes were filled with sick, sick people, demon-possessed people, sexually perverted people. I mean, I mean, the whole, I mean, there was a gamut of dysfunction in, in, that, that, in, that, in those crowds, and Jesus was setting them free. But the Bible says, 
First he was preaching, then he was teaching, and then he was healing. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. See, that's why we're teaching right now. We're teaching you the word of God so that inside, it will inspire you to trust God where at this point uh, tonight, you haven't probably been trusting him like you should. Say, God is a good God. God Amen. Amen. So he says he was preaching, teaching and preaching the gospel. That's good news. And healing every sickness and every disease among the people. So obviously healing, healing is the will of God, is of the kingdom of God, is part of his will, or else Jesus would have been working against it. If Jesus only heals some but doesn't heal others, or if God only heals some and doesn't heal others, well, you're surely the son he won't heal. Because the devil will tell you you're not worthy. Are you, are, you, are you here tonight? So we have to know what the will of God is. Now, we know, Pastor Vicki and I know, that there's people here tonight that need a miracle. And I am believing God for miracles tonight. She's believing God for miracles tonight. How many are believing God for miracles tonight? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Say this out loud. As a child of God, God, I am a candidate candidate for healing. healing. And I'm I'm trusting God for that. Amen. Amen. So, here's another thing I want you to see tonight. As far as time, timing. This was the very beginning of Jesus' ministry. What does that mean? He was fulfilling Old Testament prophecy. Specifically right here, he was fulfilling Isaiah's prophecy. When Jesus stepped into ministry, I I read Matthew 9 because I wanted you to see what he was doing. He was preaching, he was teaching, preaching, and healing. But he was doing that because of what Isaiah had prophesied about him earlier which, of course, he opened up and read when he came out of the wilderness. And here's what Jesus said, and he's quoting Isaiah's prophecy. And by the way, Isaiah's prophecy is chapter 61, and you can read that verse 1 through 3. I'm not going to take time tonight to do that. But he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, Jesus said this, because he has anointed me, the anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news or the gospel. And I'm telling you, healing is good news. Come on, everyone. Deliverance is good news. Amen. It really is. I mean, being set free uh, from whatever is ailing you is good news. Praise God. Amen. It really is. And whether spiritual, physical, emotional, or relational, healing is good news. So Jesus went on to say this. And now listen. He's, He's reading. He's quoting Isaiah 61. Why? Because he knows it's about him. And he also understands the power of God's spoken word. Because Isaiah 55 says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. God said, it will not return unto me void. Did you hear me? It won't return unto me without results. See, that's why the devil wants you to talk negative. Oh, I tell you, I'll probably never get healed. I'll probably never get set free, you know. I, 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 I was born on the wrong side of tracks. I'll probably never be a success in life. Uh, you know, and on and on and on and on and on. And talk, talk, talk yourself right into a hole. And become the very thing that God never designed for you to be. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. So, 
The power of God's word will not return to him void, but it shall accomplish that which God ple- is pleasing to God and shall prosper into the heart to where it is sent. So he goes on. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, the anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to announce release to the captives. Release to the captives. Come on, everyone. I don't care what's, what's holding you captive tonight. He came to preach release to the captives. Hallelujah. Amen. And recovery of sight to the blind, to send forth as delivered those who are oppressed, downtrodden, bruised, crushed, broken down by calamity. I looked up the word calamity. Interesting. It's an event causing great and often sudden damage or distress, a disaster. Let me tell you something. Sickness and disease, they're the greatest causes of distress and disaster in one's life and, and relationships. Amen. They really are. They cause such, uh, such chaos in our, in our relationships, pressure, financial ruin. I mean, it's just none of it's any good. Would you agree? Amen. That's why Jesus came and healed every sickness, every disease. And Hebrews 13 says, again, just to encourage you, Jesus, it says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He, and, and if he was the healer then, he's the healer now. I said, if he's the healer then, he's the healer now. Now turn, if you would, to Luke 5. We're going to read a story there. We've been here before. We've taught on it. But it so fits the fulfillment of Psalms 103, which we're going to read again. I'm going to turn to Luke, the fifth chapter. If you're home, read, open your Bible to Luke, the fifth chapter. Amen. And, um, but as you're turning there, let me read Psalms 103 again that David wrote. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. What are they? Who forgives all thy iniquities and heals all thy diseases. Now, isn't that something that we don't have a, well, I guess people do, but we can accept the fact that he, heal, he forgives all our iniquities, but then we have a problem with healing all our diseases. And the only reason we do is because, because we, a lot of times we'll get prayed for. And this, tonight, I'm going to warn you. When, I, I know, when Vicky and I pray for you and we anoint you with oil tonight, listen, the Bible says the prayer of faith will heal the sick. The prayer of faith will heal the sick. I said the prayer of faith will heal the sick. Not might. Oh, oh, for others, not for you. No, it's for everyone. So I don't want you to leave here going, well, I, just never, I don't feel nothing. I never felt anything. You rejoice in the Lord that he is the great physician of your life. Hallelujah. Come on. You rejoice in the Lord that he's your deliverer. Hallelujah. Glory. That, that's what you take out of here. Praise the Lord. Who forgives all thy iniquities and heals all thy diseases. Amen. Now, in Luke, the fifth chapter, this is the confirmation, and we'll pray for people. In Luke, the fifth chapter, it says in verse 17, and it came to pass on a certain day that Jesus was teaching. <laughs> Obviously, he was teaching on healing and deliverance. Come on. Forgiveness of sins. Amen. Right standing with God. And uh, the Bible says the Pharisee, that, the, that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which will come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. Now, the scribes and the, and the scribes, the, some are called Pharisees, doctors of the law, they were, they were highly um, schooled in the law, the, the, the Levitical law. They studied it, they rehearsed it, they could memorize it, you know, that's why they stand on the wall and they're quoting scripture like this, and because they're, they, and, you know, they have the, 
the, the knowledge of God's word is up here in the head, but not in the heart, okay? And so they were standing, but I want you to see the next part. Look at here. And uh, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. Watch this. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Did you catch that? So even some of these men, what, excuse me, let me correct that. All of these men needed healing. But what they needed is spiritual healing. But they didn't know it. Okay? So let's go on. And so, and I love it, it says, the power of the Lord was, um, no, I, okay, let me, let me read, the King James says this, the King James says the word present there is italicized, they added it. So let's read it without that. It says, and the power of the Lord was to heal them. <laughs> Isn't that good? And the power of the Lord was to heal them. Why? Because they, they, had, the, they had the covenant with God. I mean, if anybody should be healed, it'd be them, because they were they had a blood covenant with God. And part of that was part of that covenant was healing. Because see, in the Old Testament, again, I don't want to get into it, but the Old Testament, when God's people walked with God, none of them were sick. They walked in. Uh, in fact, when they left Egypt, God healed every one of them. That not one of them left Egypt feeble. Is that powerful or what? Man, that's powerful. All right, let's continue. And so, um, and behold, men brought in a bed, in a bed, a man which was taken with a palsy. Say paralyzed. paralyzed. So he was a paralytic. I mean, he doesn't say how long you've been that way, maybe from birth, don't know. Doesn't matter. And the Bible says they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could find... Um, when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch in the midst of Jesus. Can you believe? I don't know who owned that house, but that might have ticked someone off. But that's how much faith these four men had. It says that there were four of them in another translation. They, they fully expected... Yes, they fully, I mean, come on. It's one thing to believe God for a healing for a headache or a snotty nose. But I mean, the guys are paralyzed. paralyzed. You can't walk. Now that's faith. The Bible says, uh, they saw, uh, so they brought him in in verse 20. And when Jesus saw their faith. See, that's why when you come up, and Pastor Vicky will agree. We've laid hands on people before and felt the power of God shoot into them. But then we've laid hands on people and felt like laying on a dead brick wall. No, I'm serious. Just, I mean, no anointing left us. It just, I mean, nothing. Why? Because they weren't expecting. And God's no respecter of persons. I'm sorry. When he says faith, it takes faith. Well, then you better release faith. And you better act on that faith. Amen. I said amen. It isn't just coming up like, well, I'm just so unworthy. I hope to God, knock on wood, throw salt over my shoulder, that I get something from God. No, no, I'm serious about this. You have to come up expecting. Because there's not, the Bible says, when the Bible says Jesus had to lay hands on the sick and they might recover. No, he didn't say that. They, he said they shall recover. Now, you may not recover, because there's examples in the Bible. As they went, they were healed. Amen. Amen. 
as the 10 lepers, as they went, they were healed. Did you hear me? As they went, they were healed. So it isn't sometimes, it ain't right away. But when you, as you go, you just give him praise that he's your physician. And the Bible says, when he saw their faith, watch this, he says, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. This story has tripped up more people. Thy sin, in fact, I didn't understand when I was young. He says, thy sins are forgiven thee. And I thought, oh, man, obviously this paralytic was living in sin, and therefore he was paralyzed. No, it had nothing to do with it. He didn't have a sin problem. He had a physical problem. He was paralyzed. Help me out. He was paralyzed, okay? So then why did Jesus say that? We'll find out here. This is powerful. And uh, the Bible says, and the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, they began to reason. They say, you better leave reason in the seat when you come up here tonight. You leave your reasoning in the seat and you put your faith in God. And they begin to reason, who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said unto them, why or what reason ye in your hearts? Whether is easier to say, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, rise up and walk? No, so what's easier? Neither. Because Psalms 103 says, he forgiveth all thy iniquities and healeth all thy diseases. So for Jesus, neither of them. That wasn't the issue. The issue is you better recognize what your need is and then call out to God because he will meet it if you're a man of love and a man of faith. Can I have a man? Amen. So this is what it's all about. So he says, what is it? So he's saying to them, whether it's easy to say thy sins be forgiven, they were to say rise up and they walk. Watch this. But that you may know. He's talking to the scribes now. But I want you to know this. What? Know what? That the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, arise and take up thy couch and go to thy house. Immediately he rose up and took up uh, and whereon he lay and de- departed his own house, glorifying God. Amen. Now, I want you to stop and think about this. At that very moment, if those guys would have just had a clue how paralyzed they were spiritually, or just would have accepted the fact that they were paralyzed spiritually. See, they were so full of pride that pride short-circuited any any power of God from entering their lives. And and, and they, they refused to accept the fact that they were the ones that were paralyzed spiritually. And if they would have just listened to Jesus, here's what they could have said or should have said, wow, I, this is amazing. Jesus healed that man. I mean, if he healed him, obviously he can forgive us. Isn't that beautiful? And see, that's, that's where we need to get to. We come to church, you know, and I do believe this all in my heart. Well, I can prove from Scripture. This is me believing something. I got to have the Word of God back it up. But when you come to church and your heart is all filled with all sorts of stuff that is not biblically sound, it will hinder you from receiving from God. I'm just telling you right now. That's why, that's why we lead in praise and worship. It's to create an atmosphere for you to prepare your heart and, and so that you can get ready to receive from God. I want me, my musicians to come forward, if you would, uh, Angie, and we're, gonna, we're gonna, going to um, uh, minister tonight. And so my question to you is, and I mean this, have you come expecting? That this is crucial. 
have you come expecting? Because if you come expecting, it doesn't matter how big the mountain is. She's saying about the mountain tonight. It doesn't matter how big the mountain is. Amen. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe the things he says shall come to pass, he'll have whatever he says. When you leave here, say, thank you, God, that mountain of infirmity is gone in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You're my great physician. I'm serious about this. Because doctors, can, if, they can, if, they, if they can't do any more, thank God Jesus don't give up on you. If you call on him, he'll respond with loving kindness and tender mercies. Amen? Now, one more thing. Jesus said this. We're, we're going to share more on this on Sunday, and we're going to pray for this second Sunday also. Amen. Amen. So if you know people that need healing, you bring them. Amen. Isn't it interesting Most of the time, unless Jesus was led by the Spirit, most of the time, he never went to where people were sick. People came to where he was. See, we want to sit home and say, oh, you know, I just hope I get something from God. But I do want to say this tonight. That if you're listening online, I want you to release your faith for the healing power of God. Now, we're going to pray for people, and we're going to pray for you. And I'm going to pray for you first. Here's what the Bible says. Is any one among you afflicted, ill-treated, or suffering evil, he should pray. Do you hear that? You pray. That's why this prayer ministry is so important, to teach you how to pray. Amen. Then he goes on, Paul, uh, James says, is any, and anyone glad in heart? Well, then he should sing praise to God. When I'm glad in heart, I'm constantly singing to God. Amen. Praises to God. Is anyone among you sick? He should call in the church elders, the spiritual guides, and they should pray over him. Watch this. Anointing him with oil in the Lord's name, and the prayer that is of faith will save him who's sick, and the Lord will restore him. It didn't say the Lord may. Well, you just never know. All depends. No, it didn't say anything about that. He says, if he calls upon the elders of the church, they will anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will save him. That means restore him. That means deliver him. That means make him well. Hallelujah. And the Lord, and, and, and I love this last part, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Isn't that beautiful? So don't let anything tonight, let's stand, don't let anything hinder you from receiving tonight. But I don't want you to come up unless you're fully expecting to get something from God. I don't want you to come up begging. You come up praising. You come up worshiping. You come up with reverence. Listen, and you come up with expectation. And I'm going to pray before we leave uh, the, uh, uh, the online uh, believers. I'm going to pray for you tonight. And um, I'm believing God for healing for your life. Praise God. I, I got a call from a gentleman. And he's online tonight. And um, uh, knew him when, he was, when we were in our early 20s. And uh, haven't seen him since. So it's been 50 years. And he called because he saw us online. And, and, and dealing with in some in physical infirmities. And I said, you watch online tonight. And then I'll pray for you. And I'm believing God. And he's from my hometown. I'm believing God that tonight God's going to touch him. Praise God. Amen. And all I want to do is encourage all of you that are online to release your faith. Uh, for 
the supernatural and for the miraculous, okay? All right, everybody bow your head and just lift your hands towards the great physician. I'm gonna pray for you. Father in heaven, I pray right now for those online. And I pray in the name of Jesus, with my confession, I loose the anointing of God's spirit into that home and into that life in Jesus' name. God, I declare that Christ took their infirmities and bore their sicknesses, and therefore by the stripes of Jesus, God, I I believe they're healed. Now you receive that by faith. You lift your hands, begin to give him praise online. Lift your hands, begin to give him praise and thank him that he's the great physician and don't start feeling your body. Don't start thinking about it. You just give him praise that it's working. The word of God is working mightily in you. And Father, I thank you for it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to today's message. We'd love for you to join us for our Sunday morning services at 8.30 and 10.30. We also have a midweek service on Wednesday nights from 7 to 8. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.